0: Hey, hey, I'm Cass. And
1: I'm Kat. And you're listening to Seduce. Quick disclaimer, we are not healthcare professionals. However, we just talk about life and all our experiences. So come along and enjoy the ride.
0: Let's get juicy.
1: Good morning, girl. <laughs> Good morning. What's in your juice today?
0: I have got watermelon, so kickstart my kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, I found out last night mm-hmm. that you can actually juice the watermelon rind so that white part in between really? the red and the skin can actually be juiced and it has so many nutrients like glutathione, which fights all free radicals. It's like this major thing that your liver needs. So, yeah.
1: That's really cool. I've just got OJ today, which I'm playing it down, but it's probably the best. Vitamin C, it, it is. all in I one mean, hit.
0: Isn't something I've normally get OJ but oh, it is but it is delicious. It eh? really is. It's I just so found, refreshing. Found a supermarket recently on the west side that you can go and you can fill up bottles with the fresh cold pressed OJ. You can see the oranges get squeezed. That is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, on seduce that's enough about yes. juice. <laughs> so um Mm-hmm. How did we meet? So How did
1: we meet? give everyone
0: a little intro. you
1: got to start with that, hey? <laughs> well, it was probably about oh, four years ago,
0: 2016, <gasps> yeah, girl. five years. Yeah, it's 2022. That's Holy like, moly. That's, Getting old. <laughs> <laughs> that's six years ago. <laughs> How
1: time flies. Uh, six <laughs> years ago we first met. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was I was scrolling on Instagram looking for an engagement ring mm-hmm. so Luke was going to propose and he said to me what style ring do you want and I was like gosh do not stuff this up I will look for it thank you very much <laughs> so yeah I was on Instagram and this beautiful ring pops up on my newsfeed and keeps popping up I check out the site check out the page that's connected to it and it says Cassandra Mamoni and I was like who is this <laughs> who is this girl like she's probably not even in Adelaide Long um, story short, you're in Adelaide. We book an appointment to meet you and it was down in North Adelaide. North Adelaide, yeah it was, yeah. Your first studio, wasn't it?
0: Well, that was like an interim studio, actually, but mm-hmm. that's a whole other story. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was kind of like the one before Hutt Street. Mm-hmm. But yeah, where, I remember where you came and I was like, I had clients coming there, but because I was there for about a month, my lease had ended on the first one and mm-hmm. I came into that spot. And I remember, like, I loved it. It was cute, but it just wasn't me. Mm. So I think I even said to you guys when you came in, oh, this is my interim space. That's I'm actually not. the first thing you said? <laughs> That's so me. It's like it's yeah. like when you go into an Italian family's home and they're like, oh, excuse the mess, <laughs> but there's no mess. Yes,
1: it's so true. <laughs> and then from there, you know, you made wedding bands and all of that, and we became friends. Yeah. We became pretty close. And I think it all kicked off when you... Asked me to go away to Bali with you. Yes, the end of
0: 2019. Mm -hmm.
1: And I thought to myself, (laughs) this chick that I don't really know is asking me on a holiday? An overseas holiday?
0: You were such a yes woman. I I still am. Yeah. I just knew I thought I've got so many friends that have kids married mm-hmm. and I was like who's going to say yes to this trip because we were shooting my new collection there mm-hmm. I was like I need a yes woman cat mm. yeah I stepped Kat right came up to mind. <laughs> and you were there like two weeks before or a week before the yeah time. I
1: already had a I already had my Bali holiday, didn't I? A week before we were going. So I went with my sister and my cousin and we had the best week there. We did nothing. We just chilled out in like this beautiful place in the mountains. And I remember thinking, I'll be back here again next week with Cass and it'll be a totally different adventure. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And it was. It was. It was. We had a really good time, though. You know, the really cool thing about Bali is that they're such humble people over there and they were just so beautiful we met so many really really lovely people (laughs) what about when we went on that adventure (laughs) oh Oh, wow
0: (laughs) you know what i'm gonna let you take the reins on that (laughs) let's do we call that a fail
1: oh my god it was such a spiritual like really it was meant to be this really special experience and it just turned into a nightmare. <laughs> it was trauma. We wanted to have a healing session, yes. didn't we? yeah. That's how it started. Yeah. We're halfway through the trip. We asked
0: the concierge. Mm-hmm.
1: And we said, can you let us know of a healer in the area that will maybe, like, I don't know, through meditation or we didn't really know what to expect.
0: Yeah, but we knew we wanted to be healed. <laughs> healed from what? Like, heal <laughs> us. Please heal us. <laughs> so we, <laughs> <laughs> we got trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so we made
1: We made this appointment, we Googled, didn't we? We Googled first, had a look at a few around the area and then the concierge was like, I've heard of this really good lady. She's a little bit far, but I can organize a driver to take you there Mm -hmm. and you can have like a whole day experience there. And we thought, this is awesome. I'm thinking like day spa in my head. (laughs) Something relaxing. (laughs) That was my vibe (laughs) and it was the total opposite. (laughs) So we book her in. I look online and it talks about, like, water purification. Do you remember that? (laughs) There's this whole water cleansing experience. And I'm like, this sounds wonderful. There's going to be waterfalls. There's going to be, like, I don't know, like, magic water potions that you drink. Like, who knows? (laughs) It's going to be amazing and graceful and spiritual and all this stuff. And then we get there. Holy moly, we get there. (laughs) And it was like a mud hut.
0: (laughs) With some (laughs) waterboarding. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It was interesting. What was it? An hour's drive. Yeah. We finally get to this place, this little dingy place. This lady greets us at the door Mm -hmm. and tells us to literally get naked. And we were like, sure. (laughs) That (laughs) should have been the red flag
0: at that point. (laughs) Because, I mean, if a guy was, just come into my dingy house and take off your clothes. Like, I mean, it's kind of a (laughs) red flag. (laughs)
1: Probably still would have said yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> There's that trauma <laughs> There's that trauma Trauma response
1: So Yeah, so we get in there We're nude yeah,
0: But we had those sarong things on, right? Yeah, but that came later No, we put
1: them on, yeah, right? Yeah, like she had them there But like first it was nude
0: And then it was like And I was like Can, Should yeah. I keep
1: my underwear on? And she was like, no I was like, oh Oh, it's that sort of a day <laughs> Okay Alright Let's go And then from there Oh, Cass
0: Yeah, Wow That was intense.
1: She took us on a
0: journey. Yeah. So I just remember both of us, she lined us up. Like, (laughs) lined us up (laughs) as if we were going to be shot. That's so terrible. So she lined us up and she had that water bucket fountain thing. She told us to close our eyes. So we're standing there. With our sarongs on, mm. like, wrapped over
1: us. And let's paint a picture, like, where we're facing her, right? Yes. We're facing her. And she has this huge bucket, like, the biggest, almost like a trough.
0: I'm glad you saw it because I think my eyes were closed. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> the whole <laughs> like, time. Just, was
1: too scared to open? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I see this huge bucket filled with water. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe we're going to, like, step into that, have a bit of a bath <laughs> before the waterfall. <laughs> you know, surely there's a waterfall coming. Come on. And then close your eyes, she said to us, and do not open your eyes. Mm. And at that point I was afraid because <laughs> I knew something really scary is about to happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it was actually quite traumatic. Continue. Mm-hmm.
1: She told us to close our eyes and not think about anything. And she started to, without warning, throw water in our face. But not just like a 600ml bottle of Mount Franklin water. We are talking like litres of water at a time yeah. thrown at our faces. Up into
0: our noses oh. as well. And you know me, I've got a thing with like, I can't even snorkel because there's something in me that gets anxiety with the whole breathing and face covering thing. And so that water splashing up into my face was like, <laughs> it, it was like, immediately you're trying to catch your breath and then more water is being thrown into our face.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I remember those sounds because yeah. I opened my eyes straight away and she got so mad at me.
0: Yeah. And I was she, looking I at Cass
1: and thinking, oh, Cass is absolutely getting flooded. Like, we are drowning right
0: yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sarong was falling off of us. We were breasts. completely <laughs> nude
1: again. Like, this was not part of the plan. <laughs> and, and she kept going. It didn't stop. No, It did not stop. I reckon it was a good five, five six minutes. I it remem- would have had to be.
0: I remember you just going, nope, that's enough. That's yeah. enough. And oh, I tapped out. <laughs> at one point, I started crying. Yes. Classic Cancerian. Started crying. And then at another point, I started hysterically laughing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, what is being released? Yeah.
1: It was really interesting. And I suppose like after when we spoke to her about it, she spoke about how we were cleansing ourselves of all our fears and our anxiety and i suppose this was like her way of showing us that even in the face of all that scary stuff like you still stood strong were able to get through it well you did i clearly didn't (laughs) (laughs) barely barely (laughs) and then after that
0: what happened after she took me into a room and you were like where is cass she took you into this little hut she'd been chopped into little pieces and
1: the other lady that was with me said just wait here I'll give you a massage, just relax, close your eyes. And I was like, oh, no, my eyes are staying open, (laughs) girl. There's no way they're closing. And I remember thinking, where are they taking, Cassandra? Why? Why is this happening? And then the lady goes in there with you in the heart. I don't know what's going on in there. I'm meant to be enjoying this relaxing massage. And all I can think about is Cass is getting murdered in a hut in the middle of Bali. And I don't even know where we are. We didn't have our phones on us, (laughs) Nothing. And then you come out and I have to go in the hut Mm. and meanwhile we're not really talking at this point because it's like really quiet peaceful so I'm I'm trying to like read your face expressions like
0: how did you go in there is everything okay I think she really took us for a ride on that one. I remember her doing something as I was laying down and then walking out mid-healing or whatever you'd like to call what she was doing.
1: She did. She left you in there. That's when I thought you were dead at
0: that point. (laughs) One thing I found interesting, though, was at the end of it, she got us to do some little sacral chakra movements. Mm -hmm. Sacral chakra, if people don't really know what chakras are, they're those kind of meridians in the body that align but your heart chakra so if they say your heart chakra it's closed off your heart could have gone through certain traumas yeah you know there's such a thing as your heart actually breaking or heartache. this is a thing oh, yeah 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 100%. definitely so it was interesting when she said our sacral chakra which is our lower <laughs> reproductive area she said to me that my sacral chakra needed work and she got us to do some Little exercises, little weird dance chant thing that we that we did, but it was interesting that she did pick up on that. As I've had those indoor issues mm. in in the past, mm-hmm. so that was quite interesting that she picked up on that. Mm.
1: Did you find that you used any of that? Like when we came back to Australia, you know, yeah. and I think it was it was definitely summertime. We came back in December, wasn't it? December two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, and you know it's Christmas time. It's really quite a chaotic time. And I remember thinking to myself, she did give us some really good different things that we could implement back at home. Yes. But to be honest, I didn't ever do it. Did you ever do it?
0: I did do it a couple of times, but it works. It's kind of like rebounding where you get a little trampoline and that works your lymphatic system. So you bounce on it because unlike your circulatory system where your blood runs through, your lymphatic Mm -hmm. system doesn't have its own pump. Mm-hmm. So you've got to do things like rebounding, deep breathing and that kind of thing. So associated with what she showed me, that bouncing for the sacral chakra, mm-hmm. I continued doing rebounding at home because the only difference was she did it on the hard floor with us. And so I did at times continue to do that. But and that was like just as
1: simple any- as jumping, wasn't it? Yeah, essentially. correct. Yeah.
0: But like anything, you kind of, you do these things for a little while and then you know you get stuck back into your same routine Mm. you're back at work you don't find time for it I think I think there's great importance in in finding something that works for you and then continuing it because we all we all get stuck you know busy or want to sleep in things like that I think at this point in time in my life though I'm really discovering that it is beneficial to get up that little bit earlier, go to the sauna, do rebounding, do grounding by walking on the beach, doing these things that are mm. good for us essentially. And it does start with like waking up earlier. I'm finding that waking up earlier helps so much.
1: I was gonna say, you're quite consistent when it comes to your health and Thank getting you. things in yeah, check. Yeah. yeah, really proud of you for that. But Thanks. you know, I think when you touched on endo before, mm. okay, so endo is so common. Absolutely. Right? So many women go through it. And so many, and even like when you think of like autoimmune disease, anything, anything in the body, like there's so many common ailments that people have these days. So for you, like at what point of your endo did you go, right, I need to change things up and I can't live like this anymore?
0: Yeah, yeah. So at 20 years old, major pain. Mm -hmm. I, you know, during my teens, my period pain was... Intense, mm-hmm. like to the point of vomiting. Mm-hmm. It was that bad. So was always homesick on the first, second, third day of the period. When I was 20, I had pain that wouldn't leave on the side, like where my ovary was. I had pain that wouldn't go away, had an ultrasound. They found a cyst the size of an orange there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I then had that operated on and then I remember the gynecologist, I was sitting with my mum, he said, we're going to need to put you on this medication and then after you have three months on this medication, we're then going to put you on the pill to stop your period.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I cried. I just remember intuitively, I didn't like the sound of it, but I listened to the doctor, my mum agreed with him and that was the path I went down. Mm-hmm. So after going on, Off of this horrible medication that i was on for three months which was honestly like so gross (laughs) and and, you know for reasons such as you know he goes this is going to make you fat hairy and overweight oh (laughs) what was it it was fat hairy and acne sorry sign me up (laughs) you know what i mean and as a 20 year old i was just like what are you saying is going to happen to me and so that was a red flag, I guess. But you you listen to the professionals at the end of the day. Mm. I wasn't, you know, I hadn't started my health journey yet. It wasn't until I was at kickboxing one night, you know, a year into being, a year and a half being onto the pill and not getting my period because they'd asked me to skip my periods, that someone at my kickboxing class said, hey, you know, that's not healthy. And I was like, it was, it was like a... A light bulb moment. Mm. You're right, that's <laughs> that's not healthy, is it? Mm. Medication and then and so it was then me asking the questions to people and then from there someone said, Hey, I know a great naturopath. When I saw that naturopath, and I said, you know, I'd like to get off of this and blah blah blah. And then literally from there my health journey started, got off of the pill and a cyst had grown back in that time that I'd been on the pill mm-hmm. and then getting off of it, I felt the pain. And I still remember a doctor saying to me when I wanted blood tests for my naturopath, he said, you're barking up the wrong tree. You need to have this removed. And I said, you know what, all well and good, but I have done it your way before. I'm going to do it my way now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it was amazing because I, I've done so much in, in the last 16 years toward my health, but I never needed another operation Mm. after that. I, it was about including more fruits and veg and really looking at the diet i had had when I'd grown that cyst and developed the endo. And no, I don't have endo anymore. It's about managing stress. It's about detoxing your liver because an inflamed, sluggish liver leads to more toxins in your body and where the liver's placed, your uterus is next to it. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. right near your liver so toxins will leach into that area and then affect your reproductive system essentially Mm. which is I think what you know we really need to start looking at and it's what I looked at if I'm not to get pain if I'm to make this endo go away if I'm not to develop cysts anymore I need to stop feeding that I need to clean up my body. I need to stop with the sugars.
1: Mm, I was going to say, what was the first thing you got rid of?
0: Essentially sugars. Yeah. I started. I immediately started doing also the blood type diet, so eliminating certain types of meat, mm-hmm. not eating so much starches and don't get me wrong, my favourite foods are potatoes and rice. Mm-hmm. So it was an elimination process from there. and But sugars and processed foods were the main ones I had to get rid of and incorporate more salads because growing up, up until I was 20, I was a meat and potato girl. Oh, yeah. Like those uh, and snacks. Mm-hmm. So many snacks. That's how we grew up, wasn't it? hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I was eating more than my brothers. You know, I was partly. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. If, if anyone watched our barley journey <laughs> on Instagram stories, you would know.
0: <laughs> Meeting those minimum like spends in barley. So, so, yeah, that was essentially what, happened and if any of my friends ever come to me and say they've got indo issues you know I'll say jump on a juice cleanse jump on this and so tell
1: me yeah curiosity so you start this eating more fruits and veg getting rid of all your sugars and cutting down on a bit of meat how soon are you feeling the effects in your body immediately really
0: e- Immediately, within we're talking within two weeks. I've got a flat tummy and no period pain when my period comes yeah, around. Yeah, wow. Yeah, okay. so immediately. And you were strict with it though, like or I, I remember being strict. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. mid twenties by then, like uh, still early, uh, probably twenty four. Mm-hmm. And I just remember saying to my boyfriend at the time, "Oh my gosh, look how flat my tummy is right now." So it was, it was as if my indo was literally leaving my body Mm. and I don't remember exercising heaps back in the day. I remember doing relaxing, going to the gym and doing your yogas and going into the sauna, which I still do. I still do infrared sauna and I still do yoga. Mm-hmm. But those were the types and walking. Those were the types of things I was doing for my health. So it wasn't anything
1: strenuous. You weren't like running around in heat classes or doing things like that. No. It was just really chilled out.
0: Yeah, it was quite chilled mm. out. Absolutely. I mean, people thrive. You know, I'm my blood types are AB. So I... Prefer the relaxing, the relaxing like hiking and yoga, those kind of activities. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know that blood type O oh, thrive on the weights and yep. the resistance training and that kind of thing. Like, what's A
1: positive? I'm
0: A positive. Same as me. So, yoga, uh-huh. hiking. So, I'm A B. So, but you're, so A. A blood type is supposed to be veggie, if you believe Mm -hmm. in the blood type diet, which Mm -hmm. I followed for a certain amount of time and found it was great. What they basically talk about is, you know, there's a reason that there's no one size that fits all. Mm -hmm. I could do a diet and you could do a diet and we could have different results. sure. Mm -hmm. And that's because, you know, they say that blood type O, as an example, has higher stomach acid, Mm -hmm. where blood type A and AB have low stomach acid so we're supposed to eat less meat, more veg, do calming activities mm-hmm. whereas blood type O thrives on the intense, the running, the weight training like I said the bunnies. Meats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty well. And you know, my blood type AB is one of the rarest but it's a combination of blood type B and blood type A. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did the blood type day for uh, a good probably six years or something like Mm -hmm. that so eating minimal lamb and turkey those were my meats and then when I turned 30 I went plant-based and and I'm still thriving like yeah completely energetic and six years on.
1: Do you think it helped transitioning from like you just mentioned you ate like a little bit of lamb and turkey Mm. and then that led into you turned 30 and you went you know what no more animal products. Yeah. Was that an easy transition because you already had eliminated it or or would you say if you just went straight veggie or straight vegan it still would have had the same sort of impact and consistency throughout, you know, your 30s?
0: Interesting question, because I loved meat Mm -hmm. and I found it hard transitioning. But what I did was I just started to cut it out or cut it down. Mm -hmm. So it ended up being that I'd have like one meat meal every week or every 10 days until eventually I remember when I stopped eating meat altogether. I had, I remember it was like a chicken, chicken bowl, a Vietnamese chicken bowl. And I just remember going, that's it. That's my last meat dish mm. and just because I didn't like the taste, didn't want it anymore and don't get me wrong, I may very well start eating meat again in mm. little bits. So I don't think I'll ever cook with it. Mm-hmm. But I just feel do what your body kind of craves at the end of the day mm. apart from like all oh, the process. Yeah, the I was going to say, package. what am I craving right now? Wouldn't
1: mind <laughs> a packet of more <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: I know that they're so good. But anyways
1: <laughs> <laughs> But you know, there is a lot of stigma though around like veganism and not eating meat and people just seem to really have it out for those <laughs> that are know. not eating meat. Like what is that about? Have you had any like sort of oh, absolutely. like crude remarks or anything oh, that you that, just go that's
0: great cringe That is such a great question. <laughs> yes. Absolutely.
1: What's the best one?
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. So the thing is, obviously, as I'm doing it, I know how much I'm thriving, right? Mm -hmm. Particularly when I first started, I was like, gosh, my skin's growing. My skin's growing. My skin's growing? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Glowing, (laughs) glowing. Let's replace (laughs) that R with an L. (laughs) Oh my God, the image in
1: my (laughs) mind of your skin growing? Amazing.
0: (laughs) So I'm like, my skin's glowing, my hair's growing like my hair's shiny, you know, I was really thriving. Mm. So immediately when that was happening with me and people started to take notice of my diet, I would people go, ugh, I could never do that. Mm. And it's like, okay.
1: Yeah, good for you. Yeah, you
0: know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm just thinking how great I feel. And I'm just like, you're not mocking me right now because... I don't care. Mm. It's kind of like someone that tries to argue with someone that won't argue back. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I don't care enough to argue because I feel great. I'm happy in myself. I'm loving this. I'm loving this diet right now. Mm. So, so they're like, I could never do that. I, I had someone say that they would. I don't want to like the, that they would die if they had to do my oh, diet. Okay. And That's I was just like, yeah. And I was just like, but you don't understand. There's so many foods like with eating vegan, like. There's so much. Mm. I think people don't realise. They just see meat and veg on a plate and that's... Oh, that's good, how we've you know been growing mean? up though, isn't it? But there's just the amount of recipes I've got saved, the amount of cookbooks on plant-based beautiful recipes. So that was one thing. And then I had someone <laughs> say me he would always tease me, this guy, <laughs> always. And then you know what? What happened? Three years later... He did veganism for oh, a Oh, no way. And I was like, <laughs> bite your tongue, buddy. Bite your tongue. <laughs> so, you know, I think at some point everyone kind of comes around and realises it's such a strong movement at the end of the day. Yeah. And there's a lot of merit to it. I'm not going to say to the people that love me that meat eating is bad because I did it for so many years. Of course. But also I didn't do it in the best moderation. I, I overate a lot mm-hmm. and it le- just led to issues mm. like... Yeah, it led to endo issues and that's the path that I went on and that's why I am where I am now. And, yeah, I love my diet and, yeah, I'm thriving Mm -hmm. and that's what's important to me at the end of the day. And you know me, I do a lot of different things at different times from juice cleansers and... Yeah. Mm. Different fruit binging and that kind of thing. Fruit
1: binging. I've never heard that <laughs> term before. I love it. That well, is so
0: cool. Fruit is so great. So, and it's just so detoxifying, particularly when you have indo issues. Mm. It's one thing that I would honestly say to my girlfriends, like if you're having indoor issues, just do a short, you know, I've said it to my mum this week. She's going to do a week on fruit this mm-hmm. coming week. And oh, it's awesome. just, you know, you've taken that you take the most nutritious, food Mm. like it goes through your digestive system so quickly and your body just utilizes all the nutrients it just Mm. completely drinks it up and so it's not a filler food it's not like your starches and your meats that are going to sit in your gut and ferment there and take a while to process through and you get bloated and inflamed and it causes acidosis in your body Mm. fruit is just so alkaline and it's, yeah. it's a real healing
1: agent, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a real healing agent. That's
0: a good way of putting it.
1: And until you experience it in, on its own, you don't really understand the benefits of it. So I've I've done similar. Yeah. I've had those like fruit cleansers and things like that over time. I've, what were over, some things you noticed? I just noticed that I didn't have pain. So for me, mm. I had ulcers like in my bowels. Yes. So I'm not sure, like ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, things like that. I've always had that sort Mm -hmm. of issue from high school and I definitely looked at the way my diet was going at a certain point in my mid-20s it took that long I was 15 when I was diagnosed with it and it took me a good 10 years to go okay I don't want to live like this anymore (laughs) yeah so yeah I definitely started and I it's a real decision it is a decision and it's not Mm -hmm. easy Mm -hmm. because especially back then there, it wasn't as accessible when you go out like when you go out for dinners or for lunches breakfast even yeah. like if you're doing juice diets or, or you're just sticking to vegetarian diet like they didn't really cater for you back then no. gluten-free was not a big movement like it is now correct so it was really hard as like mid-20s you yeah. know it, it was it was a challenge however i noticed that my ulcers like got so much better yes. that I didn't have pain that yeah. I didn't have discomfort I noticed like the bloating thing as well yeah, and I did it like intermittently so it's not something that I continued with every day of my life but I noticed that when things were getting really bad mm. I'd start eating fruits and for me it wasn't always juicing them yeah it was just simply eating, eating them
0: oh absolutely you know
1: so it's definitely a huge like I know for myself, like it's definitely helped a lot with that side of things. If we touch back on that whole veganism movement and, and people not really being kind <laughs> to yes. those who who take that on, don't you think it's funny how people who haven't experienced something—and this is like the case in on any topic—people that haven't experienced it mm. are usually the first ones to hate oh on it.
0: My what is with that? Because why? I like to call it <laughs> cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think most people like to call it that. Yeah. It's simply they don't, you know. There's, a, they know there's another narrative there. Yeah. But they want to turn a blind eye to it yeah. because they don't want to almost be proven wrong because they've gone with their narrative for so long. True. True.
1: You know? Yeah. I
0: believed in this, so you must be doing something wrong. Oh, yeah. you're a vegan? No, 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 no. I've spent fifteen years. Yeah. Being the way I am. The way I am. Yeah. You can't tell me that anything is going to change.
1: And I can't help but feel, especially through my own personal experiences, and not just with ulcers but with other things as well, it's like you can't tell me that there's not a correlation between food and disease mm. because mm. I see it. Like, And I'm sure everyone would. You know, when you eat something yes. bad, you drink that can of Coke, you have that alcohol binge, you, I don't know, you eat a, a packet of potato chips and you yeah. feel like shit after. and you, you like that, in itself is enough to go. Mm, it affects it affects your body. it affects your mood. it affects Correct. so many aspects. But yet we're still like, I'll ingest that every
0: day. Yeah. And then you've got people that are like, "Oh, well my grandmother's ninety five and she was never a vegan. Mm. Auntie Betty Auntie Betty's ninety five Betty. and she was never a vegan, yeah. so I'm gonna be fine. Well Auntie when Betty it, When Auntie Betty was <laughs> being raised, I'm sorry, no GMOs in food, yep. no pesticides. Yep. Things were more natural. Yeah back Soil then. Soil was
1: full of nutrients. Like animals weren't pumped with steroids, such a different Look time. at our environment.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So Auntie Betty has led the way.
1: Auntie Betty lived a good life.
0: <laughs> you know what but I mean. We don't live in that she life. She was probably pulling out <laughs> crops and veg and all that. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean. I love that. So, so you've got to look at, at the world we're living in now. And geez, you walk down the cereal aisle, you see oh, a lot yeah, of colours. That's a good one, isn't it? Have you ever turned the back of one of those boxes? I'm too you scared. Got, <laughs> no, like it's all colourings and preservatives. Yeah, out of Goodness flavours. me! Come on, man.
1: Mm. Mm. and right. it's hard though because it's everywhere yeah. it's everywhere it's saturated weather
0: Correct. um mm, it and is i wouldn't honestly i wouldn't have known any better if i hadn't gone through what i've gone that's through. that's the
1: thing isn't it so when you think about it in life unless something is affecting you every single day to the point mm-hmm. that it's debilitating, you're not gonna make a change. <laughs> it, you have to be pushed to that level. And clearly for you, that happened for you. And it and happened, that's early. happened Yeah, it happened early. And for myself in my mid-20s, and don't get me wrong, I relapsed many, many times, but since then, and maybe something happens in your 30s where you're just like, nah, you know what? I need to take better care of myself. Mm. Cause that happened for me anyway. I yes. hit 30 and I was like, enough of this mucking around. Yeah. Like you've spent the last decade or more just doing whatever the hell you want and it's not working for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's
0: time to do something different. But also think about it. So I'm 36. So I turned plant-based at 30, let's yep. say. Mm-hmm. So that's 30 years of sugars, overeating, meats, dairy, all these lymph-clogging foods mm-hmm. that my body was unable to handle. On a personal level, my body was unable to mm-hmm. handle it to that extent. A one-day juice fast ain't going to fix 30 no. years. No, you know of course I mean? not. Of
1: course not. So
0: people, and, and this is actually like if anyone was to ask me, you know when people say, oh, like they're something like 30 years old and they're like, oh, but I, I, I did a, ju- a two-day juice cleanse. Mm. Like why, why, why aren't I healed? It's like, are you serious?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: you got 30 years of like trying to catch play catch up with your body
1: toxins and and clear out yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: so it's it's not always an easy fix and I I believe that healing can be a long road but I also feel that the benefits can be immediate as long as you don't step back into you know what I mean you've got to to be consistent yeah and you know
1: touching on that I actually had a lot of experience healing through the mind
0: Right. which is a
1: really cool I'd love to touch on that a bit more with you yes. maybe next time Do we have a bit we, more time yeah um, so because
0: you've done NLP and oh
1: even and more neuroscience of. like neuroscience and hypnotherapy and Amazing. and things that people kind of go oh that's crazy but it's so 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 cleansing and not just that you really like open up it's like a, it's like opening up your third eye you can really understand your body and your mind in a way that we're not taught in school 100%. So it's really cool. But we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, let's chat about now. that next
0: time. Yeah. I think that if there's going to be one thing that someone could take away from this app, mm. what would you say? What, what, what pearl of wisdom would you give Pearl cut? of
1: wisdom. There's always another way. Yeah, if absolutely. something isn't working for you, close the door, open another one. That it's is, as easy as that. that Sometimes so it's daunting and it's scary and it's so different to everything that you know and you're out of your comfort zone and all of that. But it will be... The best thing you ever do for yourself
0: that is 100 percent true because i you know what saddens me the fact that people get disheartened when they're diagnosed with a particular thing mm-hmm. or they say that you know they've got headaches every day or they've got this it's so disheartening to hear because it's just like just if you can, just look at another way. Just,
1: yeah. And it's easy just to do say... do something for yourself. Like, as we're talking, I'm, I'm kind of reflecting and going, it's easy for us to say, because we've lived through the thick of it and yes. come out the other side by opening a different door. Correct. So we're speaking from that experience. But to go back to that girl in her early 20s mm. and to tell her what you know now, it's like, wow, I would have started this a whole lot earlier. Yeah, had absolutely. Had, yeah, had and had you know that what, insight. that was my
0: biggest regret. But yeah. I don't live with regrets, so no. let's not say that. No, exactly. Um, but that was definitely one of those things. And you know what, with social media, if there's one takeaway I could give someone, it'd be if you're thinking about this, if you're considering like, oh, what's a juice fast? Or what's a, you know let's go gluten free or what Mm -hmm. are some plant based recipes Mm. there are so many pages out there on Instagram on I follow so many recipe pages it's unreal the food is amazing and there's so many health gurus out there also so I would just say start finding those pages those people Mm look them up and and then you're just opening your awareness just that little bit and then day by day you'll learn something new each and every day
1: Mm, definitely you know what we can pop some up on our socials as well and yeah Yeah, absolutely
0: and I think we with our socials on seduce we like to pop up little healing things whether it's to do with the mind or the body Mm -hmm. I think it's nice to lift people up on the daily.
1: Oh, a bit of inspiration every day.
0: 100%. Perfect. But well, yeah. babe, I always love chatting with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs>
1: thank you for the chat and thank you for the juice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, we will catch you all on the next ep of Sad juice.
1: Until next time. Bye.